afternoon oh boy i got i have listen i must you know some big time people boy i have a big time fellow here with me this afternoon in the studios and i can just let him i can let him introduce himself you know because i can do him no justice so you go ahead and introduce yourself my friend hello everybody hello you know this is your boy landlord and glad to be here on new vision media with my brethren all day all day <laughs> well you know this this is our this, you know the show is called our story and we, we we tell stories about people who in the 242 whether they are abroad they here in the country doing something positive in the community and you know you 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 is one of my boys you know we we've been friends now too long i can tell everybody how 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 old we are but more more than 20 years now more than 20 years and you know i got to know you when when you were more in your adulthood mm-hmm. and, and and we became instant buddies and stuff like that so uh, what, what we what we want to do is to tell a story mm-hmm. you know who is landlord where where did landlord come from you know so just tell us about the formal years the early years about give give them you got to give them the government name get <laughs> give them the government name and then Tell them how 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 you end up being called landlord. All right, um, my name is Orlando Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Nassau, Bahamas. I actually was born uh, when I was born. We was living straight across the road, right here. Yeah, yeah. Off, um, Blueberry Hill in Fox Hill. Okay. And um, you know, um, I grew up in um, the Grove area, right? Off um, Wolf Road and Wrights Lane and. You know, um, my early age, age, you know, back then. Um, I grew up under humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, was very challenging. I had um, a very low self-esteem growth growing up. You know, I always questioned God, like, you know, I mean, when I looked at everybody else and all my friends, right, I mean, right. they were doing way better than me. And mm-hmm. they had all the... the um, the stuff that I wanted. And, right, right. You know, and I was in the popular kid back then. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. people look at me now, maybe the popular kid. Popular popular kid now, now, yeah, right, right. Back then, you know, you know, I see a lot of people, they would come to me today and say, boy, landlord, I love what you're doing. I want to mm-hmm. be like you, but right. did you want to be like me back then? Right, right. Facts, <laughs> you know? facts. Yeah, so growing up, I, w- I am the fourth child. My mom had um, six, six kids, and with my story... You know, my mother, she is from Jamaica. Right. 
And uh, she came here when she was about 18, and she came with her friend, and they just came to, um, to visit, you know, and when she came to visit with her friend, she ended up meeting uh, her husband. Mm-hmm. He is from Haiti. Right. And they fell in love, and they got married. And, right. And so happens is, you know, after they had three kids, mm-hmm. she went to Jamaica to visit her parents because, you know, she didn't have a good relationship with her of her family because her mother, right. you know, my mother had um, mental, you know, um, bipolar. Polar, okay. And so it was a family trait. It was something that really run through, the family. through the family. Right. And so my grandmother, she had the same issue. And because wow. of that, it, it, it really wedged the relationship between those two. And my mother was the oldest child of everybody. Mm. And so when she went there... Um, she stayed a while, and you know she ended up meeting this seventeen-year-old boy who was mm-hmm. like tall and mm-hmm. handsome, and you know he told her he was twenty-something. She was in her twenties too, right, right. And you know she, you know, them two had something going. Even though she was married, she made a mistake, mm-hmm. and she got pregnant with me. Mm-hmm. And my stepdad, um, you know, he's dark, mm-hmm. and um, she. Um, Went to the hospital when she uh, she tr- she when she found out she wanted to be sure so she went to the hospital to to find out what the deal is and when she found that out she called my dad right. my biological dad and he said man hey you know I can't go back home to mm. my husband pregnant right because this is gonna be problems mm. and so at that time my dad was working but she wasn't working she had mm. the money so. She needed the money to abort me. She right. wanted to get rid of me. Right, right. And so he said, no, this is my first child. I'm not get, giving you the money to get rid of him. Right. And so before I even was conceived, the enemy was, was trying, trying to, to deal with you. <laughs> trying, trying to, to deal with you. Me. Yeah, man. You see, because what happens is in every, in, 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 in every child, Mm-hmm. God has put a secret weapon within it. Facts, facts. Every child. Facts. You know, a lot of people are praying today. Mm-hmm. And they are praying for the resolution and for the problem solvers mm-hmm. to come and solve the problems of the day. Mm-hmm. But what God does, whenever he want to solve a problem, he simply has a child. Right. He bring a child into, into the, the world. world. Let the world, the child grow, grow up, up and solve the that problem. Facts. Like how he did with Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Christ was the savior of the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when the child was born, there was a decree. Mm-hmm. Kill, Kill all it. the young young boys. All the young boys. Kill all the young boys. Mm-hmm. When Moses, the, the, at the time, the children of Israel, they needed a deliverer. Mm-hmm. And the decree went out again. Mm-hmm. Kill mm-hmm. all the young boys. Right. And that is still happening today. today. When you nice. open up the bit, uh, obituary, mm. kill, kill all, all the, the young, young boys. boys. All the young boys. Yes. And that is what's happened because the devil knows our future. Right, right. And that's why we are under attack. Mm-hmm. You don't see... Females out there getting shoot down like dogs. Not, not, not regularly. Not regularly. Not regularly. No. But you see the males, right? Because we have foundation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are the leaders, right? Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, from before I was even conceived, the enemy wanted to take you. See, you, you know he's going to be. You going to be a problem. <laughs> exactly. He's going to be a problem. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to take me. Yeah. Up. Yeah. And so I, um, 
my my dad, he didn't give her the money mm-hmm. to get rid of me, and so she ended up putting me on my stepdad. Mm-hmm. So when she came back here, she um, I grew up thinking my stepfather was my father right. for many years, and we had a great relationship. We had, we still have a good relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was about eleven, when she thought I need to know the truth, mm-hmm. she. Uh, Pulled me on the side. She said, because when I was five, I went back to Jamaica mm-hmm. to visit. And she had me living with him, but I didn't even know he was my dad. Because right. far as I concerned, my dad and I. That's so, all. Right, right. See, so and innocence, innocence of the child. Yes. yes. So at that time, you know, um, he would tell people, this is my son. And I say, but you know, my daddy, but my daddy live in Nassau. Yeah. As I'm saying, and because she didn't tell me this. Right. So, um. When I was about 11, I was living, we was living through um, Hebron Alley, no, Wright's Lane off Wilford Road. Right. You know, she told me. And I always knew that there was something different, different. about me. Mm-hmm. Always, because my brothers and sisters before me, they, mm-hmm. they are dark. Right, right. And then I came out bright. Bright skin, right. And that's how I'm saying, and then I think and move a little different. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. And so... Um, when she told me that I wanted to connect with him to mm-hmm. get to know him and to get to know more about him, and because even growing up, I didn't really grow up with cousins and aunts and uncles, and right. so that was a little weird. As other people could say, "This is my uncle," you mm-hmm, know, because mm-hmm. you know all my family members was abroad. Boy, yes, you understand what I'm yes. saying so. It 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 was difficult. Mm-hmm. It was difficult. So psychologically, you know that. Got to me right. while going to school, and everybody mm-hmm. had their, you know, immediate you know, family. Immediate family. Right. I didn't had that. Right. And then also, I didn't had, you know, um, you know, the the necessity of things. What, mm-hmm. a, what a child should have. Right. Right. You know, as simple as lunch money and mm-hmm. stuff, and um, um, school supplies. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember there was a time I didn't even. Had a school bag. I had a wow. school bag and was boy straight up, and I needed one. And I went to my stepdad, and he didn't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a briefcase, mm-hmm. and he gave me his briefcase. I took his briefcase to school. Cool. I was going to H.O. Nash then, so you know what happened. Yeah, yeah, he was getting tears. What? Yeah, <laughs> Professor Reach. <laughs> Professor Reach. Yeah, yeah, so I grew up, you know, humble beginnings, Um, you know, wasn't used to light. Most mm-hmm. of the times, BC would come turn off our light. Yeah. The landlord come and take down the front door, wow. the back door. Mm-hmm. You know, had to deal with that and getting put out from host to host. Mm-hmm. And, and many times, I share these things. Mm-hmm. These are the things I used to be ashamed to, still, to, to talk I, about. I, I, was, I was ashamed to talk about these things. Right. But I realized that what I went through wasn't just for me, mm-hmm. but for other people. Mm-hmm. And the more I could bring the mess That's apart mm-hmm. out of my life, mm-hmm. the greater my message Such is. That's correct. Because there are a lot of people out there who's mm-hmm. going through worse, and they think that their life is messed up, mm-hmm. and they cannot be great or do something with their life. Right, and right. so I share the worst part of my life mm-hmm. so I can encourage other people to show them that, guess what, if... I can do it. You can do you it. You can do it. The funny, the funny thing about it is, is that most persons, like in in, in the position that you are in now, mm-hmm. people see the final product. Yes. Or or near to the final product, because yes. you ain't really where you really want to be yeah. yet. So <laughs> you're, you're almost to the final product. You almost you could see the finish line, mm-hmm. but people weren't there. 
when you was crying. No. People was in there when you was walking in, got no socks on your foot, no. the light off, no no bike. No. No bike. Things would be take what would take normal people take for granted. Mm-hmm. And we won't complain. I, I I see the other day people complaining about the bikes that the woman gave away with a name on the bike. My Lord Jesus, at least you got a bike. <laughs> you know what I mean? In in your case you would have been happy just to have a bike <laughs> yeah. than a briefcase. Yeah. And so that 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 built character. You know, you, you know, you learn to live within within the, within the con- confines of the things that you have. Yes. And and many people don't understand that because then now they just want it now. They want it now. They don't go through the process. process yes. You see. So on that journey now, you're in high school. You're struggling through high school. You know, you're, you're the professor of the school. You can <laughs> you you can your briefcase to school and everything. I know at some point, the part of the your life story I really know about is when. You start to get involved in gang activity or, yeah, or, so or into the neighborhood. What, what happened was because I had such a low self-esteem, mm-hmm. I wanted to be um, accepted. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a part of the, the, the popular crew. Right. You know, I saw the guys who was in the gangs and, you know, hanging out with certain people. Right. With and Brian, mm-hmm. You know, they, these was the people who was getting the girls mm-hmm. and, you know, they were being noticed. Right, the right. Signs that I was tired being, you know, in, in the back mm-hmm. or, in, you know, in the shadow. Right, you right. You what I'm saying? So what happened was, like I say, you know, I had a low self-esteem. I didn't, I hated my life. Mm-hmm. And so at a young age, I started to work because mm-hmm. my mother, she never used to work. She was always off and on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with her mental issues. Sure was, right. And so many times she would come to the school, three shades on, lipstick all over her face. And my mother was a wonderful, sweet. She was my number one fan. She has, she, she has gone on to be the Lord. Right. You know, and she would go all over Nathor and brag about me. Of she course. always believed I, I, You wouldn't believe this, but <laughs> I do not interrupt you. When they... Um, Couple of years well back, I was walking through the corner, uh-huh. and this is how I knew that you live in this neighborhood. Yeah. I was walking through the corner, and, and me and her both. And the first thing she said, "You know my son, landlord." <laughs> I say, "Who are you?" So I say, "That's my son, you know." And she listen. She was very proud very of you. Proud of very you. proud very of proud. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, back in those days, you know, um, she. Um, she was in working, mm-hmm. and so my stepdad, he did body work and okay. mechanic, and so he had to do what he had to do. He did it the best that he, he could do. He had to do, do it, right. You know, so said, oh, with the knowledge that he have right. to do what, you know, because a lot of time you can make money, what, it ain't what, how much you make, it's mm, what you, you do, do with it, what it what when you make, make right. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I had to, I must have worked at every city market and super value in this country. Yeah, yeah. As I'm saying, and then I got a job to well service station out west. Mm-hmm. I was making some good money. Was so on, it was working with Oscar them. That Oscar time. them. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah see, I know. Them. Yeah, yeah. And so what happened was I end up trans, I had two personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was home, I was one person. Right. And when I get out, I was another. Another person. You understand what I'm saying? So, so what happened was um, when I started to work, I was able to transform myself from the barefoot boy mm-hmm. to another person. Right, right. Now I could afford clocks and, mm-hmm. you know, I could buy two different type of uh, uh, clocks and stock wearing the polyester shiny punts and the penny loafers. And, you know, I start to 
you know, enhance myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fix, the uh, people say, fix yourself up. Fix yourself up. Fix yourself yeah, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I start to fix myself up. And so a lot of people, like, who I was in H.O. Nash, the people who know me from H.O. Nash, didn't saw the the transition when I went to government high. Mm-hmm. Only people who know me to government high, high, they would never know that boy. This the same landlord who went to Nash. Nash, right, 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 right. So, so what happened is when I start to work to well service station and being around Darren them, and then we start to go to Junkanoo and all that. And that's how I got all mixed up so with with the gang, with the gangs. All right, all right. When we start, when uh, when we move from. Wolf Road, you mm-hmm. went to Farrington Road. Okay, okay. I started to go to HO, mm-hmm. and then I get connected with all the donkey, Myron, them, the, yeah, and Boy, listen, you got and that one. And <laughs> you got all the people who I real familiar with. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I got right. deep in it. I, you know, started with the gun hawks mm-hmm. with all the dar and them. We used to mm-hmm. go to Junkano together. You know, we start born with the rebellion and mm-hmm. then gun hawks, mm-hmm. gun dogs. Mm-hmm. And, Border know, boys. Yeah, border, yeah, that's <laughs> how it starts. Yeah, readers, yeah. At the same time, like I tell a lot of people, a lot of times we look at young men who are, you know, caught up in gangs as bad people. Mm-hmm. They're not bad people. They're mm-hmm. wonderful. You have so much wonderful young men in lockdown in prison. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. They just was looking for love no. and got mixed up in the wrong crowd mm-hmm. and was at the wrong place at the wrong, wrong time. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I could have been in the same position. Fox. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I end up doing some things that I am ashamed of. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you want to be accepted by people, people. you're going to do some things to try to please them for them to accept you. Right. And so that's how I got mixed up. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And so from moving from there from to, to um, Farrington Road, I moved from Wolf Road Going to Farrington Road, we live in Chippenham and and so on. And then I went to Government High, and then you know things change. You start right. to hang out with some different type but of crowd. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back in the Grove, I got put out when I was about. I I left home actually mm-hmm. when I was about twelve, thirteen. Wow! Because I was tired of living the way I, I was, was living. living. Right. You know, I, I, I hated that life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No water, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No light. Mm-hmm. I wanted better, and I felt that I deserved better. Right. And so I started to live with different people. people. Right. And then I went to live with my sister off Andrews Avenue, and, you know, I got put out from there. Mm-hmm. And I got put out from there. There was, like, uh, the backyard where there was a bush where my brother-in-law you know, he was, he was, you know, trotting Rastafari right then. And right, so right. he used to sell his drugs and, you know, in the back there was like a little, little, or little spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're so, a little spot. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. when he put me out, I didn't want to go home. Mm. So I, what I would do, I was working at Well Service Station then. I would go to school. Um, I, I would, when I come from work, mm-hmm. I would go and sit down on a crate in the bush and sleep. Wow. And wake up early in the morning. And do it I all put, over again. Do it all over again. I would go to the pump and wash my face. And I went to school. People didn't know. Mm. Because I didn't have to go iron my clothes. I had money. Right, right. I go on right there to um, East Street where they had the cleaners. New I, or, put, I, I think that's Oriental. Yes. Or had, Jiffy's. One yeah, Jiffy's. Jiffy's, yeah. They had a couple different white pants and stuff. So I'd just go and just pay for them to get pressed up. Right, and, right. You know, and then I would just change and... You know, mm-hmm. go to school, and they didn't know after from school, after school, go to work, and mm-hmm. bam, and 
And that is how it went for for about a week or two. Wow. And then a friend of mine, he was living through the corner. He was dating a young lady on the side. Mm-hmm. And he saw me. Mm-hmm. And so he said, man, come go by me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I followed him because I know him from in the area. area. right. And so what happened is he would sneak me in the house mm-hmm. and um, he would let me sleep on the floor. Right, his right. His mother, he didn't want his mother's Grammy them know. And about two weeks later, she saw me. She said, hey, come here. She said, where is your clothes? Mm-hmm. Where is your stuff? She said, go get your stuff and come live with us. Mm, Somebody, just like somehow, that. Just she, like that. Yeah, just like that. Wow. And her name was Helen Johnson. Mm-hmm. She's from Cat Island. And mine, she grew me up as her own child. Wow. She took me in and loved me on, she loved on me and mm-hmm. our kids them connected to me and, and we grew up as, as one and family. Family. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. so, God have a way of doing things. And like I said, I got mixed up in the wrong crowd and do some stuff. But God have a way of bringing you back. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. And that's what I'm saying. What, you were, what I was lacking, mm-hmm. God made up, put, mm-hmm. bringing it through other people. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, when I went there to live, I got to see family structure mm. and so on and a different style of, you know, brought yeah. up see. how things need to be right. worked in and so on. And see, you saw, you saw the, fine, the family dynamics. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, so, you know, growing up, I always wanted better. Mm. You know, and I always knew that there was something special in me, even mm-hmm. though that, um, you know, my life was a mess. Yes, right. And while I was going through this mess, mm-hmm. Music was something that I always used right. to like uplift my spirit and bring me through. It was like my medication. Right, right, right. Whenever I was down, mm-hmm. I sing. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was working, I sing. sing in. When I was in school, you know, I banging on on, on the table, banging on the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was inside of me, the gift that God put in, in me, you. the secret weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wanted to come out. That, that weapon would needed to be yeah, destroyed. It needed, <laughs> that, it needed to get yeah, out. Man. Yeah, man. It was, it was roaring and right. it needed to get out. Right. And so what what happened was that, um, you know, um, Peter Ronks end up, you know, we, we used to link up together. Mm-hmm. Peter, Tamari, mm-hmm. you know, we would go to... Montel Heights with Bobo, Mikey Dread, right, right. Agency with um, Ty, and you know, every anywhere where they had a system, we, we, we would go there and hold the mic, and mm-hmm. you know. We, and this, we, this this time, y'all, y'all young, young boys. teenagers. Yeah, young we boys. teenagers. We, mm-hmm. you know, early, like, yeah, we, we was like 19, 20, and at the right. same time, I was gangbanging, but I still, between gangbanging and, and music, this music. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, when I connected with Peter, Peter ended up changing his life. Right. And then he invited me to a meeting to him and Carlos Reed and right, Pastor right. Dave. Them. They were having a meeting with the prime minister at the time, mm-hmm. Hubert Ingram. Mm-hmm. And so I went and then they circled me and started telling me, man, landlord, you know, you could do better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? At the time, I had my big knife in my pocket. pocket my, yeah. You know, I get my weed. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? But Are you ready for war? I, you better be. <laughs> you ready for war? You better be. Right, right. And so, at the end of the day, I said, you know, something. I wanted something better. Mm-hmm. And I, that's when I started going to Bahamas Faith Ministries. Right, right. And when I went there, 
can go on there on a Sunday. You know, I wasn't. I didn't grow up in no church. Right, right. You know, so a few times I went to church mm-hmm. growing up because my my parents they was in church. Church. People. They was in church folks. They was in church, and that's folks. that's a good thing. That's they a good thing sometimes. Folks. You know, yeah. And so I saw all these people yucking out these iPads mm-hmm. and they in school. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, this church or this university? <laughs> <laughs> and so the teaching was so different and mm-hmm. the kingdom message right, right, right. messed my mind. I know. Mm-hmm. So everything that I taught and what people said about me mm-hmm. that I believe that really shaped my character and my beliefs right, right. started to go out of the window. Mm. I started to believe what the word was telling me mm-hmm. that I'm a king. Right. I'm a king's son. Right, right. I'm great. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing in the world that I desire mm-hmm. that I cannot have because the Lord said that He's given me the desires of, of your heart. So before you before you even get before you get even in, in Bahamas Faith Ministries, you know, that, that that's that's a that's 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 like going to Mecca. Yeah. If you're a Muslim, that's that's yes, what that means. Yes. You you was going to a place that's going to transform your life, period. Yes, yes. But you you made the transition. I I'm, I, I want to call some names because um, Nelson Cooper. Yes. I understand. Okay. Nelson and those would have been the foundation of that ministry, mm-hmm. uh, which was called, uh, what was it? You the lie? Peace on the Peace, street. Peace on the street. You against violence. Yeah. Y-A-V. Yes. And... That sector of YAV was the street people. Yes. Then there was another sector. Utilize. Right, in the church. Yeah. Um, with, with Pastor, Pastor Dave, Dave. And then it was Pastor Carlos. See, really. see, it was the, the church kids For, the, the, under Pastor, Pastor Dave. And, and the unchurched kids. Was with Carlos. Really. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, but the transition into the, into the system mm-hmm. of kingdomship. Yes. When... Dr. Monroe would have meet you for the first time. Um, boy, let me see if I can remember that. I think he, I, he was watching me for a while. I can tell you why he asked you that. When you initially went to the church, walking in that church for the first time uh-huh. on the Sunday morning, yeah. you know the church was set up a little strange. Yes. The people who was like the muckamucks in the community, they yes. sit straight in the middle. Yes. They, they say who had yes. the, the iPad yeah. and all of them. On the left-hand side would be the people who are our age now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. On the right-hand side of the church, they used to call it the dog pound. That's, that's where, where, we, that, where we used to be. Okay. So and that's where I still used to be. Okay. <laughs> so we, we transition over there. Yes. Into the, into the dog pound. Yes. And the... Reception was no different than the man who was sitting in the middle of the church yes. as as a young boy. See, because I could relate to that. Yes. I didn't come when I when by the times I came to 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 BFM. Practically, my life was almost done, fixed yes. and sorted out. So I didn't have to go through you know um, most of the things that. But my friends who I made in BFM were still battling with and struggling with, you know, um, but. My my recollection is that when I when you walk into that place, everybody was treated the same way, the same way, and and the reason why I asked you about Doctor Munro is because if he had five thousand people in that church, 
he knew all 5,000 yes. of them. Yeah. And I, I have experienced that first time. I never thought the man knew my name yeah. until he called it. And so that's why when you said he was watching you. So, so when you realize or when he approached you to know that you was watching it, he was watching you. What was what was that one thing he told you? I, I can't really remember the first time, mm-hmm. but I know um, a lot of the conferences because mm-hmm. I wanted to go to another level. Right, right. In my walk, I would go to the conferences. Conference, right. And so when you go to the conferences, you know, it 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 did something to my spiritual mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you remember Asaph? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where worship was something I always, always loved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even in my music, I do reggae worship. That's mm-hmm. what I love. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I would go to church and stuff, I'd be in my in the dog pound. Mm, right, right. And, I, and mm-hmm. you know when the spirit hits you. The, it is what it is. You all yeah. on the ground, yeah. you cry, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so... At that time, you know, we had locks and mm-hmm. we looked a certain type mm-hmm. of way. We were mm-hmm. all tuggy-tuggy. Right, right. And so that was a little strange for them. Mm-hmm. So automatically, they're going to be like, what's going on mm-hmm. over there? So mm-hmm. that's how come. And, you know, I used to dress a little weird too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I was always different. Mm-hmm. And so automatically, that's maybe when he catch sight of who, who I, I was, was mm-hmm. and, and so on. And, and um, I remember the first time. He asked me to come travel with him. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember he called me and he said, um, Landlord, um, would you like to come travel with me? Mm-hmm. He said, you know, I'm a musician too. Bing. And he said, I've been watching you. Mm-hmm. You know, I love what you're doing. He said, we should even do a song together. Mm-hmm. That's when we did the song, It Was Only You, Lord. Yes, yes. And then he said he wanted me to travel with him. He said, he said Landlord... I could pay for your ticket to travel, mm-hmm. but if I do, you won't appreciate it. You won't know the value mm-hmm. of what you have. And a lot of times, unless you pay for certain things, you mm-hmm. won't ever appreciate it. Exactly. And so he said, okay, landlord, you pay. If you're serious, you pay for your ticket. Mm-hmm. Go with me. Mm-hmm. I would make sure you have somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. You have food to eat. Right. You have transportation. And plus, I would... Open up my platform for you. Right. And what what he did was, because at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you try to give a person a second chance, mm-hmm. a chance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that came off the street. Cause right, right. There were some people in church that had an issue with me. Of course. Travel with them. Of course. That's why I told yeah. you earlier, I said, sometimes it's good. The, the not the not be born in a church folk family yes. because you know that that, yes. that oh that hurt. They look down on you. Oh that hurt. Yeah. Yes. So there were some people who looked down on me and didn't think he was worthy. Don't didn't thought I was worthy. Like yeah. why he wanted me to him go him of all people. Yeah, why he wanted? Yeah. He's a nobody. Yeah, yeah. You know, and at that time, remember I was staying. I was living by the trailer. Right, Northridge Redemption. Yes, mm-hmm. Before even that, I was living. Um, we we did a, a a program where you know people who had businesses and right. gave us a job, and mm-hmm. you know I ended up getting put out my my place because they couldn't afford to, to pay me on time. And right. They said, well, landlord, why you don't come up here by Seagrave Shopping Center where the office is? Right. I used to live Living there. there. Right. Yeah. Right. So I have a serious story. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the first time he called me before I traveled with him, what he did, he said, landlord, come, you know, um, I want you to 
come to this meeting. And so he was rehearsing with, on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And he would ask me, oh, sing along with him and mm-hmm. show him he played the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And when I look on the side of the bench, there was $100 on the side. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that that was a test. Right, right, he right. wanted to see if, if he was going to be trusted. Right. Because, you know, a lot of times you would want to help people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they would embarrass you. Fox, you can imagine them taking mm-hmm. me away with him. And you see, you see something nice and you say, I, I go push this in my pocket. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I told him, I said, Dr. Miles, there's a hundred dollars over, over there. Mm-hmm. And many times, you know, I feel he tested me, but he, he saw that, hey, this yeah. brother. I could trust this I one. Trust him. Mm-hmm. And so... The first place he took me was Tulsa, Oklahoma. Home. He got, oh, he got you home. Are you? Yeah, he got you home. Yeah, he took me to the university that he went to mm-hmm. and he told me about the relationship with him and um, Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts and mm-hmm. how, you know, he he really mentored him mm-hmm. and he showed me the classroom and so on. And then we went to this conference and he said, he said, landlord, um, he we went to the con- the conference and I was sitting down um, in the stage and he started to preach. Mm-hmm. Before he preached, he would let me sing mm-hmm. before he preached. Right. And so I went and I sit down and there was like about 5,000 people inside the place. Wow. And he pointed the crew. He said, you see that same guy right there? He's going to be so great, but he don't even know. And when he point, he was pointing in my direction. Right, right. But I thought it was someone what else. What he is? You looking around? I looking around. He uh. said, "No, I talking to you, mm. my Lord. You mm-hmm. gonna be so great, but you don't see it. I see it in you." Right, right. And I just boy, so crying because for years people told me I was a nobody. nobody. Nothing but finally, somebody showed somebody up. Somebody, somebody showed up to remind you who, who it was. was, or who who you're gonna be. Yes, right, right. Yes. And, and and the same thing the devil was seeing, ah, he saw it. He saw it. But it, the only difference is he he he, he, he was he able to let me know, manifest it, and yes. push 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 some things in you yes. to help you get there. And I believe what he said instead of believing what other people, people said because I was reacting and living on. The, the 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 words of other people, people facts you know what I'm saying? facts mm-hmm. so i was letting other people opinion of me mm-hmm. shape my identity right and shape my life mm-hmm. and so when he told me that that really like stuck in and as young people they need to travel mm-hmm. that's why he wanted to take me away and because when i was on the street I taught the Grove and Finding Road. Man, that was it. That was it. Yeah, I yeah, didn't man. know. That was Las Vegas. It was so big. And yeah. There was so much opportunities. And yes. I, and I saw how people lived. And, mm. and, and, and so it expanded my mind. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing is, when I was growing up, I never thought in a million years mm-hmm. that I would have been my own boss. That's an Entrepreneur. That's amazing. Never, mm-hmm. ever thought that. Mm-hmm. And just going, traveling with him and being around him, mm-hmm. I learned so much. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. And so um, we went to Oklahoma, we came back, and because of him, mm-hmm. I ended up connecting with my real dad, right. my biological Your father, dad. right. Because for years I wanted to 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 to, to find him. My mm. mother, she didn't have no number. She didn't know where he lived. Mm. No connections. Right, right. And so when I went to Jamaica with Pastor Carlos Reed, we did a um, a crew of us. We went there. Right. 
I went on radio and I said, hey, all I knew was his name, mm-hmm. Johnny Miller. Johnny Miller, that's it. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. He used to work to DNG soft drink and that's it. That's right, all right. I know. And so I went on the radio and I, you know, I said, you know, I um, was like, you know, if you want to know Johnny Miller from, you know, let him call this number. Never got a call. Came mm-hmm. back home, bam, bam, bam. But when I went on tour with Dr. Miles, he took me to Jamaica, Barbados, and then some somewhere else we went. It was uh, three places we had to go. Right. So when I went to Jamaica, when I remember I told you I was there f- when I was five. Five, correct. I was staying with my father and his then fiance. Okay. And it so happens that the church that I went to, the pastor named Pastor Al Miller. Wow. And so I had to open up for Pastor Pastor Miles and he said, Um this is Orlando Miller from Nassau, and he have roots here in Jamaica. Right. And what so happens that my dad, fiance, who's to take care of me like her. Oh, and child, right. She, my, I, I, this woman was like my mother. Right, she right. She really loved me, and I always thought about her. Right, right. And it so happens that she was sitting in the church. Wow. With her niece, mm. and they was looking, they said, I wonder if this is Orlando we have not seen in 28 years. Because then now, now you're going by the name of Lan Lan. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so, so now they're trying to figure if that was me. And so we was in a rush to leave from Jamaica to go catch our next flight to Barbados. Right. And so I had my CD, Never Forget Where You Came Come From. And remember on the CD had me when I was a little child. Right, 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 right. had my number on it. So we left. And it so happened that they bought the CD. CD. Wow. And so they went home and they looked and said, boy, that looked just like him. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Said. and so when I went to Barbados, I came back I, and when I reached, they say, hey, some people from Jamaica was trying to reach you. Right. You know, and they say they, say they believe you family to them. Right, right. Okay. And so they left their number. Mm-hmm. I called. And when I called, it was Aunt Doreen, and she started crying. Mm. And she called my dad, and he started crying. My Lord. It was just a happy reunion. You all had a reunion on the phone. On the phone. On the phone. And so I took a flight, and I went over there mm-hmm. to meet them and meet him. And and that's how we got connected. I was 28 at, the, at that wow. time. Wow. And right now, me and my biological dad, you know, we have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a lot of sisters and brothers. Mm-hmm, and... Um, you know, God just amazing. Right, and right. Like I said, um, just being around Dr. Miles, he taught me so much. Mm. Um, right now, you know, just traveling with him and seeing him sell his books and right, seeing right. the impact that he has made in people's lives with books. I mm-hmm. said, I always want to be a You want to write, write a book. I want to write a book. Now, I'm an author. Yeah, you I know. I just wrote a book. <laughs> you know, since you're, since you're talking about your book, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten this book from you and... From I got this book, I read like the first page, and I couldn't I couldn't read this book anymore <laughs> because for me when I when I know people or, or I know them, mm. I could hear you. Yeah, the words in this book I could hear you. So you know I I I, I have some other partners around you who I hang out with. I say read the book. Yeah, and we get into conversation about the book. And yeah. this book, landlord, this almost remind me about. My life, mm-hmm. you know, even 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 the words of the book say, "Lord, you are my strength," mm-hmm. right? From adversity to triumph, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people don't understand 
they they would look at they would look at you and say oh that's land lord yeah man i know him yeah. but they don't the amount of years that i know you i i just learned the other day that me and you we share so much similarities in 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 roots my mother's jamaican your your mother <laughs> matter of fact it's so ironic is that you live right around the corner from me <laughs> it's and 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 for years yeah and so my my question to you is is that your life has now I ain't gonna say three sixty mm-hmm. because when you reach three sixty, you could say it's completed. Yeah, yeah. You, you only time it's time now to just be mentoring mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. but you're still in the ministry. Mm-hmm. You still you still leading people to Christ. What what I would ask you is that your your life has been an example to many persons in the inner city. I've spoken to five gentlemen so far mm-hmm. doing the show. Mm-hmm. I I asked about Franco. Mm-hmm. I spoke to Franco. I just spoke to a gentleman the day by Kishno Major. Mm-hmm. I spoke to him the day. I spoke to Shaggy um, Cheyenne Chipman. Yeah, I know Cheyenne. Okay, he was he was right here a couple of minutes before you came, and somebody else I spoke to, and and you, mm-hmm. and all of you are saying the same thing, mm-hmm. because you were looking for acceptance, coming into the reality of you. Who Orlando Miller landlord is, mm-hmm. uh, as people would know you. What would be the one thing or the few things that you could tell these young men because you could identify with them trying to be accepted? Mm-hmm. We we the we the older fella now. Mm-hmm. We would say, boy, this is a different breed. It ain't no different. Mm-hmm. Just that just that they have more technology. They they have more money. Um, more distraction. Uh, you understand, and then the fellas who in our set, who in our set, who running these fellas, mm-hmm. know what they want, mm-hmm. because they weren't given even even us when we was running the streets, we weren't given the the things that we would really wanted. Mm-hmm. We was given a touch of it. These fellas are given it, mm-hmm. whereas they they would they kill for it. Mm-hmm. What would be the one thing or a few things that you could tell our young men living? Not even, and I don't even think crime in this country is synonymous to the ghetto anymore. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. 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 In every neighbor, I don't. I, I think they have a gang in life again. Everywhere. You know what I mean? It, it might not. They might not call themselves a gang, but they have gang, gang tendencies. They're the leaders. Yeah. They bring it in every day. You understand? <laughs> they they they're the ones who who making it happen. Mm-hmm. So what would be? How would you advise young men? See, because you're an example. Most often, time people who come out of the struggle, when they get out of the struggle, they they don't never look back. Mm-hmm. They don't never, or they don't even attempt to go back mm-hmm. to pull somebody up. Mm-hmm. What would be that thing or those things that you would tell these young men? You know, number one, you have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. I just was to L W Young um, School mm-hmm. this morning, where I spoke to some eight and nine graders, and you know, speaking to their lives. And the same message what I'm telling you mm-hmm. now is the same thing I told them. Right. Let them know that they are special. Mm-hmm. They are great and there's something great within them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing with me. Right, right. You know, I had music within me that wanted to come out, mm-hmm. that was going. And many times we, we start off as an artist mm-hmm. or a musician. Never knew you could have been a teacher. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All these things right. combined. There's so much parts of us that is built up of music mm-hmm. that we have to share right, to right. the world. Mm-hmm. Never knew that, hey, I would be 
a radio host mm-hmm. or a TV host reaching people. Gra- Grammy Everybody. Award nominated. Em- Emmy Award, Grammy Award. Stella Award. Stella, that's all it's the same. It's, an, it's <laughs> yeah. a big award. It's a big award. Yeah, yeah. Rhythm of God. Uh, yeah. Rhythm of Gospel Award, the mm-hmm. third biggest award in the U.S. I won two of them. Okay, then. And um, I'm about two weeks, um, next two weeks, I'll be heading to Atlanta to collect another two awards. Okay. Atlanta People's Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. And so... My thing is you, the boy from the boy from the hood. Boy. No man, that can't yeah, be from you. The, from the ghetto. No man, you ain't going to yeah. Orlando to collect yeah. no big award. Yeah. No, no man, that's impossible. Yeah. Because because that, that 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 ain't real. Yes, you ain't telling us the true story, man. Yeah. You never live in the ghetto. No, but see, I and see these same things. Right, what you're saying is what some people say to, yeah. to this day. Mm. Because they can't believe it. They can't because they beca- can't. Uh, they can't even. You see, because the 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 the, the polished, refined young man, <laughs> they they then you see what I'm saying. They, if they didn't understand that when we was talking about the I and the vibe and the thing and the the somebody went on that run, and I I you know, yeah. They, if they did see that, they would shun that. Mm-hmm. They can't they cannot understand the reality that listen, boy, listen, I been through the fire. Mm-hmm. And and the good thing about it is, is I believe that we were delivered. Yes, yes. And the reason why I can say we were delivered, we had an opportunity to sit on the, on the the wisest man that I know. Yes. In my lifetime, yes. I can't speak for nobody else. Yes. Was Doctor Monroe. Yes. I and and I can remember we used to take that for granted, but I used to take it for granted initially until I saw it for myself yes. on a grand scale. You know, so. You as this 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 soldier man, you 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 going from you going from the ghetto to the palace. How you get how you how you can tell these fellas to get see because the ghetto is a state of mind. Yes. How how see because you telling them listen, something great in you. The, the only greatness they know is the gun. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? They only know um my man down the road who get them two half bikes, say listen, Caddock down the road and make a hundred dollars. How how can they how can they battle because it, it, they got first they got know they who they are yeah. well they have to renew their mind mm-hmm. and you know Pastor Mize will always tell us whatever a man thinking is so is he so is he mm-hmm. everything in his mind so is he mm-hmm. so we have to change the information that is going within us mm-hmm. remember back in the eighties and seventies crime was very low because there was only one programmer. That's it. Sadness. One program. Sadness. And Zedness was clean. Yeah, because no. we, we watch more soap opera and solid gold. That's what it was. <laughs> so there wasn't no gun violence this right. like this. There wasn't no YouTube. I think the closest thing we got to gun violence was um, Bonanza. Bonanza. Yeah. yeah. And, and gun smoke. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So media grew, mm-hmm. are growing up the kids today. Right. Because a lot of parents are so busy working, trying to give their kids what they didn't have. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they are losing them because mm-hmm. the media is growing up. To, right. When you think about radio, program, TV. Program. Tell lie, you. vision. Right. Because uh-huh. I'm going to tell you a lie so you could see it. Yes. Right. Thanks. So that is how it works. Mm-hmm. So if we want to change the use we have to reprogram them mm-hmm. they have, and how you reprogram is to to, to bring new information mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying and so that is the way you have to work with these young young people mm-hmm. you have to pr- 
program them and tell them, you know, the truth about themselves. Right, right. The lies that people were telling them that, mm-hmm. hey, if you become a drug dealer, you're going to be... Being mm. a drug dealer is not cool. No. How? You, your life... You spend you spend so much time hiding, ducking, and... Ducking, and yeah. It ain't make no sense. And, and then they got, they got, they got the main factor, the fellas, I'm coming to take your stuff. Boy, let me tell you something, yo. When I first met my... Um, Mother side of the family. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't really know my mother side of the family neither. Wow! And when I went to, um, I after I connected with my dad, my dad and my uncle on my mother side was right. close. Okay, okay. So he knew where he lived, and right. he took me to meet him. Mm-hmm. And that's how I get connected with my mother, mother side of the family. And when I got to meet them, mm-hmm. they a bunch of drug dealers. Oh wow! And so I say, mm-hmm. my dad side the same. Every single one of my aunts and uncles. Even my brother, after me, spent seven years in federal penitentiary in the U.S. Wow. Every single one of them. Wow. They they were dealing big stuff. My uncle, he was like the big, big man in Montego Bay. Right. You understand what I'm saying? He was the big man. When you talk about top shotter and, right, right, right. and, 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 and hit man, mm-hmm. them thing, that's he, them. That's them. Mm-hmm. So when I link up with them, they was trying to get me now. Right. To roll in this game. To roll in this game down here. Too late. No, boy. I Too said, late. what? Not me, brother. Too late. You think I want to live that life? Right. I, I could go and catch a bus. I could walk. You know how much man them can't uh, walk down the road and catch a bus? Right around here in London. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. They can't go down the road, go to the shop. If mm-hmm. the car break down, but daddy no life to live. No, no. No, and and I mean the world is so big and there's so much to give. Why you want to put yourself Still in that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. And so while the young men are young, and I know it's really rough for these young guys because mm-hmm. where you live make you a candidate, right? Potential candidate for gangs. Right. The school you go to, a lot of young men don't want to get mixed up in no gang. But they ain't have but no choice. They ain't got no choice because mm-hmm. they need protection to go mm-hmm. home. They gotta hang out with the guys who live in the area so that they can walk together. And, and that's the same mm-hmm. way how mm-hmm. I get mixed up in it. Fox, Fox. So you know, and the, and the times are so different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Back then, you you know, before you get boys or jucking, that's it. You mm-hmm, left. That's it. These times. You again, boys. Yeah, you? yeah. You get your head, boys. Up. I I could remember. I could almost remember like the first really serious gang violence we we would I I would have known about is on East Street when it was um syndicated. No, it was it was the Raiders and it was like fellas like Tracy Brass and those yeah and Brass. It was like five or six of them. They the gang this Haitian man, uh-huh. and they end up killing him, and all of them went to prison. I could remember. I can remember that like vividly, like you know, that was the beginning of this violent culture with with, with the gangs, and man, I it, it's so sometimes it's so disheartening, you know. Um, I met some young fellas the other day. They said they want to do music. The fella tell me a friend man is on. I, I don't care what I sing. It's just about the view shares and likes. <laughs> That's it. He don't care what he's saying. But like like I said at the end of the day. Um, TV, radio, media mm-hmm. are very powerful. Right. Remember, Satan was the media man. Man, he, didn't, he, he was, he was the, the boss. He was the boss. He was the boss. If those who control the airwaves control, control the, the thinking of the people, the narrative. That's correct. That's and so that is why even politicians mm-hmm. they try to hold tightly on these stations mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's how you manipulate the, the people. people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm mm-hmm. And so. If we want to reach the young people, we got to renew their mind, mm-hmm. give them new information, 
and teach them that hey, there's a better way, mm-hmm. and there gotta be more examples right, right. of people who was in their position mm-hmm. and who got over out of it successfully. Right, right, right. And so this is one of the reasons why I do what I do and why I um why share mm-hmm. a lot of my path mm-hmm. with the public and with people be- and then you know a lot of my sisters and brothers they are not a pro- they they are still secretive mm-hmm. in their life but then their life is my life but my life is it's still it, my, my life. life correct you understand that's my life i right. talk i talk mm-hmm. because you know mm-hmm. i have a you know i have family members who have an issue with my book there's some things i'm talking in it's my book, book right. that they didn't want people to know mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's my story mm-hmm. it's my story right your history I, that's my history yes i'm talking your, your story. story talking yours i talk in mine and that's why you on the show talking exactly. your story yeah, my story mm-hmm. and so the thing is you know um we got to let people know that hey yeah you could have it as bad as ever mm-hmm. but god could still rise you up to become something great mm-hmm. you could you could be in the pit and god could rise you still up to the palace and that's the message okay so so what's what's new what's what's new for landlord what's 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 next there's always something new for mm-hmm. me because like i said everything that is great or good for me as an artist and musician I am coming for mm-hmm. I want a Dove award I right. want a Grammy award I want an Oscar mm-hmm. whatever it's yours this, the, the the publisher mm-hmm. for this book she's well connected mm-hmm. she works with um the guy who was Trump advisor okay this is one of a good friends mm-hmm. and she also worked with the the movie folks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's saying so mm-hmm. she's telling me now once we get this book on the bestseller list mm-hmm. she's getting me a deal a movie deal right right to tell my the story, story. all that's, right that's how big the thing is going right right now she also gave me another deal where one of my friends I'm getting him with it we are starting a podcast okay. that is going to reach over Seven to ten million people all over the country. That's what I do. Uh, um, there's a station in Florida that the, the, the it's owned by plenty of the Republicans. These mm-hmm. big timers, mm-hmm. they own the station. Right, right. And so I'm gonna be a part of that. Okay. They want they she she has sent us the the script and everything. They want okay. us to work. So it's so much things going on in mm-hmm. the pipeline, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And that's so that's why. I don't like to waste time. Time. Mm. My time is valuable. Right, right. I got so much things going on, so I got to watch everything. Every single I time. Do. That's right. That's right. I I got so much to do. So mm. even in, you know, tw- I get 24 hours a day, I try to sleep less and mm-hmm. more. Right, right. Because that is how I am able to do more. Right. So a lot of time people it's come to me and they say, "Landlord, well, how come you doing so much stuff?" I said, so he asked me how I do it. Mm-hmm. I say simple. While you're sleeping, I wake in. I wake in. I wake in. And I learned that from Dr. Mass. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to him one day. I said, Dr. Mass, how come you be writing and bringing out all these books and you're preaching it this way? I said, when you find it, I said, Landlord, I don't hardly sleep. Yep. And that is the key. See, yes. If, you, if you're passionate about something, you get it done. Sleep would not be a problem. I could, t- I could tell you that. I could tell you. Know, 
Anything you are passionate about, you can you'll find the time for it. All right. So tell tell our listeners how they could find you or continue to follow you. You know the book. You know the book. The book. The book. <laughs> oh boy, the book. And you got all your doubt on your book flying yeah, around. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But they could find me on um, Instagram, Landlord Two Four Two. Um, Facebook landlord, mm-hmm. landlord two four two. Just Google me. Okay. If you Google me, you'll find me. Find That's me. the easiest way. Google. Just, Google, just Google. Google me. <laughs> you get like Zola yeah, now. You don't change your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say thank you, my brother, for passing through this afternoon. It was indeed my pleasure to have you here this afternoon. And folks, listen, this is our story. This is his story. You know, we and one day this is going to be his story. And so we gotta we gotta start doing what we need to do for our people to let them know that there is a brighter way, there is a future. Don't look don't look where you at, look where you're going. And so I want to say thank you. Continue to follow us on newvision242.com and newvision on ADM. You can reach us at eight two two nine five six three. And if you need to reach the big man, you know he's always ready to make some money. So y'all call call me, guy <laughs> is a new agent. So I want to say thank you. Good afternoon and peace and blessings. Yeah, man. <laughs> New Vision Media 242 to the world New Vision Media Wasting time is over New Vision Media 